This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I get the joy of serving as the uh, Executive Director for Influencers in Bentonville, Arkansas. And you all know that we've been traveling quite a bit, going out and visiting the different uh, regions and even some new cities and rolling out our new curriculum and the new books and then just and just touching base with what's going on. And it's always so much fun. And I I want to share it with all you so that you all know what's going on out there. And, and wherever you are and maybe hearing this podcast, you realize you're part of a, a, a worldwide movement that God is doing. So one place that he's doing some stuff is in Rockwall, Texas, which is, which is where I am now in the home of uh, Matt Melcher. And uh, I want you guys to get to know Matt and a little bit of his story. And I want you guys to be praying for Matt and, and what God is do, trying to do here. Rockwall is a suburb of Dallas. And we've got some stuff going on in Frisco, Texas and Rockwall right now. And for years, we didn't have anything uh, in the Dallas area. And, and it was just seemed like such an obvious place with so many Christians or, or people that would say they're a Christian living in the Dallas Metroplex area. We thought it'd be a great place to have journey groups, but but we had to wait on God's timing. And it seems like he's finally raising up some champions here. So anyway, welcome, Matt. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks yeah, so much. yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I always like people to kind of share their story of kind of where they were before the journey in their spiritual walk, you know, just a little bit of your testimony and 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 then what the journey did for you and what and the things God used to that to show you new revelations and all that. And then kind of what led you here and, and kind of what's been going on with the journey here. And so that'll be the part two will be awesome. what's going on here. So just tell, tell them a little bit about yourself. Great. Uh, yeah, my name's uh, Matt Melcher, and I've uh, um, was first introduced to the journey when I lived in Tulsa. Um, I, as Brian said, I'm now uh, in the Rockwall uh, area, uh, suburb outside of Dallas. But uh, um, my uh, work uh, took me away from home, which it was Dallas. That's where I grew up uh, for about 12 years. Um, living in a lot of different places, uh, moved to Indianapolis and Little Rock, Arkansas, Fayetteville, Arkansas. And it wasn't until I got to Tulsa where I was introduced uh, to the journey. Um, but uh, if I could, I'd back up to when I was in uh, Little Rock. And there was a, a season in my life that was uh, challenging. Um, and uh, I would say that um, I was uh, addicted to work, and uh, um, I uh, that's what I ate, slept, drank, thought about was work, um, and quite frankly, at the uh, um, at the expense of my family. Mm. Um, and uh, I pursued that, you know, recognition of man and um, promotions, and that's that's what I pursued, and. Um, there was a time in that in that season where uh, I had no idea that I had neglected the heart of my wife, um, but she made it clear to me, uh, as our wives uh, do so uh, often, put mm-hmm. us in check, uh, that um, you know things weren't going real well, 
And um, it was at that point that, I, um, you know, uh, I first learned what discipleship was. I became a Christian, uh, you know, when I was in eighth grade. And um, and I would say I, I didn't really veer away from, you know, um, Christ that much. Um, and I was, you know, after college, I was doing all the things that the world tells us to do is, you know, be a provider. Um, but, uh, I, I, uh, had a guy that came alongside of me and for the very first time, truly what I would say discipled me. Um, and you know, this was, uh, at a point in my life that I was, you know, 37 years old, 30, 36 years old. And, uh, he, um, you know, uh, pointed me to Christ and said, you got to pursue God and pursue your wife. Um, and through that, you know, began the the rebuilding and restoration of of uh, my marriage and my relationship with my kids. Um, I've got two daughters uh, right now, a 15 and a, a, a 18 year old. So that needs prayer right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's awesome. Um, Madison and McKinley. Madison and McKinley. Yes. Yeah. But uh I, I tell you that backstory of really first experiencing discipleship. It wasn't influencers, but it was a guy coming alongside of me um, and pointing me uh, in the right direction. Um, and, you know, uh, and and I knew I was being discipled, but I wouldn't have ever called it discipleship at that moment in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until um three, uh, probably two and a half years later, that three years later that I was then, uh, you know, I relocated from Little Rock to Fayetteville and then uh, Tulsa within that three year time frame and was introduced to influencers. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is what my buddy was doing with me. You know, he was <laughs> coming alongside me and and uh, doing a lot of what influencers is about um, in, uh, you know, um, having uh, total trust or, or uh, absolute uh, trust and total abandonment. And um, he was teaching me those things, but I didn't know how to replicate that with other guys mm-hmm. until I experienced it myself. Um, when I was introduced to uh, influencers in in Tulsa. Yeah, and uh, just a funny little side note is that you went to Washita Baptist, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the first guys you met on campus was this big, burly guy from Arkansas, South Arkansas, Lower Arkansas, yeah. LA, 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 exactly. LA, Lower Arkansas, <laughs> Jay Thompson, yes. who's now our regional director in Memphis. Absolutely. And you guys didn't even make that connection until all these years later. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. So. Yeah, it wasn't until uh, I um, saw him again at Soto when we were there. And uh, he also reminded me of the story when we first met. Um, and he introduced me to the word fixin' to. <laughs> Uh, he says it way more uh, eloquently than I do in a very uh, uh, there's, southern. There's tone. no X in there. It's more like fitting. Fitting fit too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we love you, Jay, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> but you were destined to be part of influencers, I guess. Is, I, is what I'm I thinking. So. Both you guys were. So absolutely. Uh, well, and and the guy that took you through the journey, Trent Gudgel, yes. uh, is a guy that I took through in Tulsa, and yeah. it's kind of cool just to see all the connections come back around. But very cool. So, what did what did the journey do for you personally? I mean, you said it gave you a tool. It gave you a tool now that you could help other men with. Anything yeah. else that enlightened you too? Yeah, I think that um, 
the thing that uh, I, one, it did teach me how to disciple others. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but in my own life, uh, fortunately, I was, you know, in a, a season of what I would call restoration uh, when I was going through. So I wasn't really in the storm of, you know, what was going on in my marriage and my life. And my you were kind of coming out of I that. was coming out yeah. of that yeah. and then introduced to influencers. And so. I felt really fortunate, you know, to be able to do that and just, you know, re-engage and commit to uh, uh, what it means to be a self-feeder um, and uh, and live that out, not only in my family, but then other guys that God really put on my heart to say, hey, they need this. And the good news is I had the confidence to say, now I have a tool that can help me do this with other guys mm-hmm. instead of just meeting with them, having coffee and saying, let me pray for you, which is awesome. But guys who want more and they want to go deeper uh, in their relationship with Christ. Um, this definitely has been the tool that uh, has allowed me to do that. And I think the self-feeding on God's word is huge in the yeah, journey. I mean, I hear sure. that over and over again. I heard it this morning in your group. I got yeah. to sit in on Matt's group this morning, early this morning, and uh, and got to hear guys talking about that, how mm-hmm. that had been the thing that had changed their life. So, uh, yeah. so good. So, um, so yeah, so right after you finished the journey, that's when you got the opportunity to move back here, right? Yeah. So this is a crazy story from the standpoint that my wife and I's desire uh, the 12 years we were away from home, we both grew up here. We've uh, we've been married 22 years. We dated six years before we got married. Um, we uh, first started dating our sophomore year in high school. And literally our entire family is within a 30 to 50 mile radius of where we are sitting today, right here in Rockwall. And we were the crazy ones that, you know, left and moved all those places that we just said in areas that we didn't even know uh, people. And, um, you know, I think that uh, uh, being able to come back here really allowed us. uh, um, So so I guess the the um, the situation that occurred was I finished the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd always wanted to come back to, to Dallas. Um, but uh, there was a point while we were in Tulsa where we God just put a contentment in our heart and said, hey, this is where we're supposed to be. And this is where we're this is what where we're going to do life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, we've always adopted the thought of, you know, just grow where you're planted. Mm-hmm. But we didn't always like it and accept it until we finally got to Tulsa and we said, all right, we, this, this is where we can be. Uh, but, uh, I just finished the journey the very first time that I went through it. And about four months later, I got a call from a guy that hired me, um, at the company that I worked for, um, uh, you know, uh, 19 years ago mm-hmm. and said, Hey Matt, are you ready to come, uh, back to Texas? Um, I've got an opportunity uh, for you. And um, and I was just blown away uh, by that, you know, and, and uh, immediately called my wife and said, hey, um, there uh, there's an opportunity to move back to Texas. And, she, you know, I, I asked probably a dumb question. Do you think we should do it? <laughs> uh, and uh, she immediately started bawling and saying, yes, let's mm. do this. And, mm. you know, as we were talking over breakfast this morning, uh, 
that is just another reminder of how much God loves us um, and uh, fulfilling, you know, the um, the fact that he desires to, you know, or he, he wants to give us the desires of our heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I uh, attribute it to the fact that um, God had us right where he wanted us all along, all those 12 years of being away. And as soon as we were willing to submit to that, then he said, okay, now it's time to come, you know, to, to uh, uh, where all your family is. Well, and we say, you know, I think it's Psalm 37, 23, delight yourself in the Lord and then he will give you the desires yeah. of your heart. And most people skip over the first part. Right. They just want the desires of their heart met. You're exactly You know, right. but, but yeah, when he knows he's got you, yeah, he wants to do good things for you, you know, but you yeah. have to learn things along the way. And right. You wouldn't have learned them if you would have fast forwarded where you wanted to be. You mm-hmm. know, so. And that verse clearly was lived out in that moment for sure uh, for us. Oh yeah. So, and you were probably going to maybe lead a journey group in Tulsa or something after you went through. You uh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I knew that this, you know, this uh, uh, experience captured my heart in a way that, you know, um, gave me a desire to lead other men in close proximity to Christ. And, and then even sweeter, to uh, be able to do that in my hometown where I could tap guys on the shoulder that I've had relationships with, you know, since we were in kindergarten. Yeah. Um, and you met some of those uh-huh. uh, this morning. Oh, it's, guys a, cool, it's a great for a long time. town and just a great history. And uh, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I love this community. And and you got part of a really big church here, right? Uh, what's, yep. it, what's it called? Lake uh, Point. Lake Point, and yeah. uh, great, vibrant church, mega church, I guess. Really, yeah. There's a lot and of uh, and you were ready to just take it by storm, right? You're ready to start <laughs> start fifty journey groups or whatever. So, what, tell yeah. me, tell about what happened with all that. Well, um, you guys talk about the DNA of uh, influencers a lot, and uh, yeah, I'm just like any other you know. Um, guy in the business world that's a go-getter and wants to, you know, solve problems and, and go big, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's, that's what we do. We scale, uh, you know, uh, opportunities and we go big. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the business world has taught us. Um, and, uh, so my initial, uh, uh idea was, Oh, I got to meet with the pastor. This is a church of 10,000 members just here in in our backyard right now. Mm. Um, and I'm like, we can go big with this. I met with the pastor. He was interested. Met with the men's pastor. And after I met with him, he's like, oh, yeah, let's, I mean, let's take this to, you know, 30. Let's start 30 groups in two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh Excited, but really freaking out when we uh, when he said that. Um, I called uh, Trent. Um, I think I called Frank. I called you, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, "Oh, what do I do?" And with great wisdom, you guys um, really pulled me back to the DNA of of the ministry, um, and said, "All right, let's slow down a little bit here because." Um, what we want to do is protect the DNA and, uh, we want to, uh, 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 start small, um, pray big and go deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, that was very, uh, good, uh, uh wisdom that, uh, I think is going to build the foundation. You know, I still want to push forward and mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I mean, uh, go big, you know, all the time and think mm-hmm. about that. 
but you guys fortunately uh, poured that DNA into me, um, and uh, and that's what we're doing. So we started with 14 guys. Um, we're gonna have 12 of the 14 that'll you know uh, 13 of the 14 that'll uh, go through commencement now in two weeks. Uh, our very first group, and then we're gonna start. Um, uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, we're gonna do what we kind of call a recruitment season, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, October, November, December. Um, meeting every Friday, just pouring into guys and um, uh, meeting with them. Kind of of a, a, a agenda of. Uh, much like what I learned in Tulsa uh, at the anchor that they have, we're calling it the huddle, um, where we uh, have worship for 20 minutes. We do a short message for 20 minutes and we pray with guys mm-hmm. uh, for 20 minutes, circle up in small groups and do that. And so we're going to do that through uh, December and then start uh, see how many groups we start in January. So we'll, okay. we'll see. Well, I saw these guys this morning, and, and I can tell that you built a strong foundation with these guys. I mean, I could tell they're they're solid and uh, and they're uh, they're on fire, and you know they they're all interested in how can we keep this going, you know, right. whatever that looks like for them, you know. Yeah. Well, and then so the other thing that happened with you was you found out that we were doing a virtual journey group last year, yeah, and decided that that would be. So why why did you want to jump into that? Because you'd already been through the journey, but you yep. you wanted to go through it. Why, why is that? So I went through the journey. Um, I bought into the idea of uh, of um, start uh, small, um, pray big, and go deep. And uh, and I said, you know what though, if there's this virtual journey group going on, uh, to give myself one more opportunity to experience it, go through the journey. Um, I, uh, I said, I need to, you know, uh, take advantage of this opportunity, uh, to be part of the virtual journey group. And, um, I'm so glad I did. Uh, it just reinforced one, the DNA, it continued to, um, you know, uh, bless, uh, myself with being exposed to other men who are walking through this journey and seeing them, uh, many of them for the first time. And, uh, um, and so uh, it was it was just a great reinforcement mm-hmm. that gave me the confidence um, and the preparation to then begin to uh, lead this group of 14 yeah. um, that uh, that we started with. So they somewhat overlapped yeah. a we, little bit. We were about four months ahead on pace yep. from your group. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. well, and then that shows extra commitment on your part to. To just to humble yourself and get everything you could get while you're trying to give it away to other people. So, right. yeah, and that, that that was awesome. I remember witnessing that, and they allowed us to pray for you too. Absolutely, because there was another guy in our group doing the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Dodd in the St. Louis area, so right. the same thing. He was trying to lead, but he'd never been through it before. Mm-hmm. So he it was his first time through, and also guiding. So, right, really, really amazing. Um, so you feel good about your your first group? What what was it like guiding versus going through it? Um, I think that, uh, you're going through it while you're guiding. Sure. Sure. (laughs) So it's, it's both, uh, you, you know, you're having both experiences at the same time, but as a guide, um, you know, uh, one of my spiritual gifts is, uh, administration and leadership. And, uh, so I just felt in the zone, like in, this is, it was just, it just, came natural 
really to a certain extent for me personally um, to kind of guide and, you know, just organize, but then you're just facilitating. It's, it's really not about you mm-hmm. when you're the guide. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about in asking the questions that are, you know, in the guidebook, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and getting guys to open up and be real, be vulnerable, um, and, uh, and keep pointing them to the, you know, the person that has the answers, right. uh, not about me sitting there being, you know, the teacher, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, having all the right answers, uh, but, but pointing people to, uh, to, uh, the one who does have the right answers. So. Yeah. Well, I always say that you, as a guide, you get a front row seat to watch the Holy Spirit do some amazing things. Yeah. So true. did you see some, have you seen some things in these guys where the Holy Spirit was transforming their lives? Yeah, for, uh, definitely. And, and I warned these guys at the start, I said, be, uh, prepared that the enemy wants, uh, to create it, you know, any distraction that he can while you're in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and as today where we are sitting there, um, I, I asked that question again, remember when I said that mm-hmm. had anybody gone through any trials? And I don't think there was a guy that didn't raise his hand, mm-hmm. um, that said, yeah, we experienced the spiritual warfare that you, uh, you know, that you talked about the nice thing is and we were going through the uh the our last session before commencement the uh equip um uh alert and um uh courageous uh, courageous yeah. yeah yeah we were going through that and um i think the the best part about warning them ahead of time but then also reinforcing in them that they are equipped they're ready mm-hmm. for battle um, and uh, that just gives you a lot of uh, confidence to be able to be courageous. Um, and uh, I've definitely seen that in um, several of the guys. Well, and I think they, they were reflecting on that it was some of it was by design. You know, mm-hmm. Satan intended it for evil, but God, God turned it for good. Right. You know, because yeah. he used it to sharpen them or redirect them and get them get them on the right path. So I saw mm-hmm. some guys commenting about that. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, it's gratifying to know that, you know, you had a small part as a guide and helping some other guys find it, you know, and Mm -hmm. I could tell those guys were hungry and saying there's nothing really like this. They'd never seen anything like this to help. Mm -hmm. And now they're thinking about their friends that they could bring along in the future and all that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. So what is your desire, the desire of your heart? for influencers in, in Rockwell? What, what, do you have a vision yet or are you dreaming about what this could look like? It's okay to dream big. Just <laughs> yeah, don't just right. get ahead of God, you know? Right. You know, um, Dallas is a fast paced environment and these guys are, uh, many of them are, uh, in the same shoes that I was in, you know, pursuing the, the, uh, almighty dollar and, you know, um, Accepting the lie that your only value as a man is uh, what you uh, can provide um, and redirecting that mindset um, Mm -hmm. with uh, men um, in this in this area is a real um, challenge. And I think if we can do that, though. Um, we can capture the, uh, you know, uh, the, the, uh, hearts of, of these guys, uh, to live in an abiding relationship with Christ. And you heard that as a theme, even this morning with the guys, 
you know, uh, we try to overcomplicate things Mm -hmm. versus just accept the fact that we are to abide. Mm -hmm. And if we can, if we can teach that, and if we can be the leaders in the forefront of that, uh, with men that we're willing to go and tap on the shoulder and invite, uh, to this, um, that's, uh, we're creating, you know, uh, uh, significant influence in their families, um, we're restoring marriages, uh, relationships with kids, um, uh, and impact in the community and beyond and, mm. um, abide is, uh, um, is, you know, it, we try to complicate it, but it's, uh, that's as direct as we could be. Well, I was thinking about, it was 23 years ago in the fall of, of 1996 that I was at Texas stadium right down the road mm-hmm. for a promise keepers conference with 65,000 men where I first heard this idea that if, if a man becomes a spiritual leader of his family, it affects marriages, it affects kids, it affects mm-hmm. uh, his family, it affects his church, it affects his community, his workplace. Yeah. And I bought into that and I still believe it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is men left there not really knowing how to do that exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were inspired. I was inspired. Um, it was kind of like, go back to the church and they'll tell you what to do next. Mm-hmm. And a lot of churches didn't know really what the next step was. They did accountability groups and they tried different things. But um, I think we have now a way to help that happen. Help yeah. a man become the spirit, don't you think? To Absolutely. Help, help him become that spiritual leader. Yep. And as you kind of described, when you started getting close to God, it helped you in your marriage. It, it's yeah. helped you be a better daddy and absolutely all that. And yeah. go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and there's two things in, you know, kind of what I would uh, classify the season that I'm in right now is a season of restoration, uh, um, you know, of, of friendships, relationships, and, and I see it, the need and the desire all around us. But uh, my wife and I held on to several truths when we were going in the valley as well. And that was God didn't bring us this far to drop us off. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also uh, he who began a good work in us is faithful to complete it. And mm-hmm. um, that is a truth uh, that I've held on to no matter what season I'm in. I'm like, God, you didn't bring me this far to drop me off. And you began this work in me mm-hmm. and you are faithful to complete it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's the journey that I want to see um, as men start producing fruit, spiritual fruit, and uh, that they see that God is faithful to complete it. That's right. That's right. And of course, it's not just for men, you know, women, women out there are loving the journey too, as we yeah. talk and couples and we're going to get Jamie's on the radar screen. We're going to, yeah. right, she's on the bullseye. We're going to, let's do it. We're going to get Jamie involved. She'd be, she's a fireball. She'll be great. One of those days. So, <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, so how can uh, all your influencers, brothers and sisters out there be praying for, for you and your family? Cause you're leading the effort. So you have a bullseye on your back because the devil's going to try to, knock you out if you can, yeah. but also about what, what God wants to do and in, in not just your church, but in this whole area, maybe even Dallas. Yeah. You know, what, how can they pray for you? Um, you know, I think that, uh, that God, uh, as we continue to abide, that he gives us the desires of our hearts in the way of, of just, um, putting guys in close proximity to Christ and raising up other men that want to, uh, and women in this area that see this, they get a taste of it, that want to have the desire 
to uh, get in the game and mm-hmm. be part of it. Um, and uh, I, I would uh, cherish your prayers um, that, uh, that God is already working in men's lives, that they're ready to lead this uh, charge that we have um, mm-hmm. and this calling to go and make disciples. That's good. I, you know, I was in uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina a couple weeks ago, and there was a guy, Glenn Gordon, who he was a lot like you, and but he felt like the Lone Ranger out there yeah. for a few years. Mm-hmm. And and we the prayer was raise up some more leaders like your your mm-hmm. prayer, and uh, and going back to visit him again now a few years later, it's happening. Yeah, that's God's awesome. raising him up. So that's a prayer he likes to answer. Yeah. So let's you all. Help us all pray for Rockwall. And I know there's a connection. Uh, Frisco is not too far from you guys, yeah. 30 yeah. minutes 40, away. Yeah, 35 So at some point, there's going to be some uh, symmetry there, to Absolutely. synergy there to work together. Yeah, and, they're uh, doing some awesome things there. And, uh, you know, again, they're a few steps ahead of us. But uh, in uh, the same podcast that you just had a, uh, a week or so ago, um, uh, what's going on in North Carolina is uh, awesome. They're a few steps ahead, which encourages me mm-hmm. um, to say uh, it's, you know, upon God's timing, that's what's going to happen here because he's faithful to complete it. Well, and we see it over and over again. It starts with a champion. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, then, and then those guys start getting a vision beyond their church, really a vision for their whole area, their whole city. And then regions are birthed, you know, and then then we see what's happening in Pismo Beach and Bakersfield and uh, and Memphis, other places. And so I'm excited, you know, to be part of the history of influencers and see what he's going to do in this. And and it's not about building a ministry or selling books. It's about transform lives. It's about people getting it, like you said, getting this intimate abiding relationship with Christ, which changes everything. And I'm excited that you support us so well. Um, you have never once said no. Um, you're always about yes and mm-hmm. let's do this. And uh, um, I love it and I appreciate your support, uh, your guidance, your wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's uh, nothing more that influencers could be doing, in my opinion, uh, to support us. You know, being a lone champion, I feel like I've got an army behind me mm-hmm. of prayer warriors. Uh, and people that are willing to come alongside us and and uh, uh, be part of it. So thank you. Oh yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, Matt. That was good. I'm glad. Yeah. I want people to know what's going on here because uh, a lot of people just think it's just happening in their little city or wherever, and the little they know, this is a move of God going Absolutely. on. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, I invite all you all to uh, keep tabs on everything. Make sure you're on our email list because we send out updates on things going on in the different regions. We also uh, we do videos occasionally. Um, and also, uh, we do a weekly prayer call, if you guys don't know about it. Um, it's early in the morning for you West Coast guys, but it's uh, 6.15 to 7.15 a.m. every Tuesday morning. And we do it through Zoom video conference. And we do it at our home office in Bentonville. But you can join us on your computer, your your phone, or whatever. You can just click in and join us. Uh, and we just spend time uh, praying about what God wants to do in this ministry. We know uh, it's changing lives, so we know the battle is going to intensify. So we know we need more and more prayer, more than ever. We're actually forming a national prayer team to uh, get uh, representatives from each region and the new cities praying even more, you know, for for protection and guidance and all that. So anyway, well, thank you all for listening today. This has been the Influencers Network podcast, and uh, I've been your host, Brian Craig. Thank you for listening, and I'm going to keep encouraging you all the time to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you wherever you are.
just gotta abide with me.